This little light of mine. Welcome to the Witness to Love podcast, where we discuss the transforming power of authentic witnesses and community that marriages and families create for our church and world. I'm Mary Rose Verrett. And I'm Ryan Verrett. We are a Catholic married couple seeking to draw other married couples closer to Christ. We release a podcast every third Thursday of the month. Thank you for tuning in. We're so glad you are here. Welcome back to the Witness to Love podcast. We're so happy you're here. I'm Mary Rose and this is Ryan. How are you doing? And we have with us a wonderful couple, Deacon Russ and Jody Millspaugh from Orange, California. They are just a wonderful couple that we met while on the road a number of years ago back in San Diego. And so uh, we've stayed connected over the years. We've gotten to be the, uh, wonderful friends with them, uh, and, they, and we've met their family, and uh, they've met all of our kids, and they have firsthand experience uh, of being uh, just marriage champions. They're the Witness to Love coordinators for their parish, and um, honestly, for a, a number of other parishes, it seems like, and uh, they they have firsthand experience of meeting the Verrett family in a minivan on the road, and uh, they, they have just been so wonderful. So welcome to the show, uh, Deacon Russ and Jody. Welcome. It's great to see you guys again uh, and hear from you again. We miss you in California. Um, love to see you again soon. Yeah, it's it was a neat experience, you know, getting to know your family and so forth. So it's just a privilege to know you guys. Yes. Yeah, we uh, we always were just struck by the uh, the passion that you had for for marriage and the uh, but also the the really awesome way you 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 sort of exhibit and share that passion just in your home and hospitality and working with couples and, and other families in a very, uh, I guess, just domestic way, not a, a, a high church way or a way that's complicated, but just very accessible. And I think, uh, I think your, your, your warmth and yes. your openness um, just is really engaging. And I think it's a good, good model for what young people need today. Can you share with us just maybe a little bit about what, how you currently serve, um, you know, Christ and with regard to marriage formation and couples at this time? Yeah, we, um, we serve uh, several different roles, as, one as a deacon and one as, um, as a couple. Um, we both uh, latched on to the marriage prep, marriage formation ministry with San Antonio Church, and then also with marriage enrichment has been a, a highlight, enriching couples that have been married. <laughs> And so those are the, the big things that have really grabbed our hearts. And we love just working together on ministry that versus apart from each other. So those two ministries alone um, is to see the, these couples grow in their love for each other and their love for their faith. And that's what we really latch on to in our community. Yeah, and I think that's a lot through our own experiences. You know, we had, um, his parents were heavily involved in Marriage Counter. My parents were heavily involved in Marriage Counter. So we had some great role models. And, you know, we still have our struggles. And I think through those struggles, we realized there's a need out there. We're not the only couples that struggle. Right. And mm -hmm. so when we had our challenges and, and overcame that, we thought, man, there's, there's so many couples out there that are struggling and don't have those role models. And so... We just have a passion for that, for, for couples, because life throws all different kinds of things, and a lot of them aren't prepared. So it's just building that community and showing them that don't, don't need to be a perfect family, as you've seen ours. You know, <laughs> people come in, our house is a mess, 
a grandchild's running through, you know, saying she's got to go to the restroom. You know, it's all those funny little things that we love to show others that your life doesn't need to be perfect. You know, it's real. And this is what it looks like. And it's fun. We do, we, yeah. whatever we do, we want to have, have fun. We enjoy it. Oh, and it's it's so obvious and it's it's so uh fun. Ryan used the word warmth to describe you all and that you know honestly it's the same uh word I would have used and that really struck me when we met y'all years ago and then when we uh you know were in your home and uh you know you had your your whole floor had to be pulled up because there was like a pipe that had exploded and, and you, you had us and you had a whole bunch of other couples in your home and we had a barbecue in the backyard and your daughter was helping watch our kids while we were giving the presentations and y'all were just like, yep, our house is a mess. Welcome everybody, you know, and, and we just so appreciated that. And um, I think, you know, a lot of people, you know, in our work, it's so hard to, uh, to everybody knows marriage needs support and help and warmth and, and just, uh, and, and everyone knows, you know, most people don't have a perfect marriage. Probably everybody doesn't have a perfect marriage. And even the saints who are married couples didn't have a perfect marriage, right? Um, and so I think, that there's this sort of struggle between I can't help other couples unless I've got it all together, but none of us have it together. And, and I think that's just something that's so inspiring uh, for us. And I think for so many other couples is that, that, that you're not, you know, you don't think you have to have won the battle to be in the battle, you know? And I, I think that's the confusion that, you know, I, I can't, I can't, you know, fight. I can't be in the battle. I can't support marriage. I can't be a marriage champion unless I've won a battle. Um, you know, but every day, like we're winning those battles, you know, and, and fighting for our marriage and, and, and trying to do better. And so I, we just, we just love you guys. <laughs> uh, uh, we, well, we try every day too, but you know, yeah. some days are better than others, uh, but we just so appreciate your witness and uh, the joy and the warmth that you put into it. And for, for our listeners, uh, you know, Deacon Russ and Jody did the witness video um, for uh, the previous month uh, for our Be Light Date Night series. So if you haven't registered for Be Light Date Night, just go to witnesslove.org uh, and register for our Be Light Date Night series. And you'll have access to all these wonderful witness videos, other couples like Deacon Russ and Jody. But uh, we just, people need those real examples, um, you know, in their lives. Yeah, yeah we you know, we can use the house um, pipe break and everything else as a great example of, uh, you know, it, it was a great deterrent, but because we are so grounded in our faith and in our marriage that it, it didn't defray us as a couple. It could have, it has done it to many couples where you have a major catastrophe or something an illness or health in your family or life, and it can defray a couple so fast. But if, if we continue to form couples in their faith and, and help them to grow stronger in their faith, then these little incidences like pipe breaking in the house or whatever it is, you can still be able to share your faith and, and be, we, we laugh about it, use it as an example, is that sometimes we look like ducks swimming on the top of a pond. It's just smooth, we're just gliding along <laughs> and our feet are going like crazy under the water if you saw what our life was really like. And, and we've shared stories about how sometimes we've been upside down in the water and our feet have been up top wondering how do you get back over. But our faith continues and our, our love for each other as a couple helps us to upright ourselves and continue to swim. 
Well, thanks for for being. It's so funny that you mentioned the the duck feet under the water. We were uh, we were at SeaWorld uh, with our kids uh, last month, and uh, I had never seen like animals swimming from under the water. I, I I guess I just I don't know. I hadn't. And they had these you know massive aquariums, and you could see uh, you know a manatee swimming from under the water. You could see a dolphin swimming. You could see. Um, you know, uh, they had uh, yeah, ducks and, and penguins and all these things. And it's just amazing how different animals look swimming, like when you can see the glass. And so thank you for letting uh, so many other couples uh, really see, you know, the aquarium of your marriage, you know, from all angles, <laughs> um, because it is a powerful witness, because most of us have only seen, you know, the duck from the top, you know, yeah. and so I think that's one of the most important things about being a witness and being a mentor and being a marriage champion is to, to, to really like allow other couples to see, you know, the struggle under the water. Yeah. In, yeah. in your video, you were, uh, in, in your testimony, you were, you were referring to an experience that you had a while back, even though you said you came from both strong backgrounds in uh, marriage enrichment from your, both of your parents work and, um, you, you know, Deacon Russ earlier used the word together, you know, just working together. And this whole been, this whole year has been a year of reflecting on belonging to one another. And I'm just kind of wondering if you could maybe think back again on what what are some, I guess, just some practical everyday um, ways that that couples can acknowledge that that it's 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 better for us to be together uh, on on in the in the day to day, and it's. And obviously with each other, but also belonging in a sense to, to God and let, that it's not just uh, just two feet pushing the duck, you know, but maybe it's the tail as well. I don't know. I don't know. Tons about ducks. But it's, uh, the analogy only goes so far. Yeah, maybe the analogy goes so far. We'll go something else. Now. But I guess, I guess the, the point is that, um, you know. Uh, we need a rudder. We need swimming, a rudder. A rudder. All <laughs> yeah, and, and going in the right directions. But no, in a, in a in I think in an everyday way, I think that's what's sort of beautiful that Mary was just talking about. You're allowing people to come into your your fishbowl, your aquarium. Let <laughs> yeah. me yeah. stop with the analogies, and so that they can they can see the uh, you know not only just the fruits of things, but really the process of how you get to that point and, and really to to feel connected and united because it doesn't happen just overnight, right? Oh goodness, no, no, it doesn't happen. We've been thirty-five years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, for, you know, in our experiences, um, we've had um, having someone to go to, you know, that community is huge. Um, because when you think you're alone, it, it gets very isolating, right? And, and that kind of pulls people away. And God calls us to be in community for a reason. Um, and the things that we learn in the struggles we've had, we've tried to, you know, reach out to others and seeing the need that's out there. And, um, and that's where I think why it's become so important for people to see who we are and be as transparent as we can be so that they can see you don't have to have it all together. And having God be the center, because he's the one who picked us up and put us upright. We didn't do that. Um, and so that having that as being our rudder or whatever you want to call, right. call that um, looking to others to help us see what is that, what does a marriage look like? How does it look when it's struggling? How does it look when you overcome it? 
Um, and I think it's that overcoming and seeing on the other side that it's through the struggles that marriage becomes actually stronger. You learn the tools. You can, I think we gave like something at one of the, hom not the homily, speaking about witness to love being introduced to our church. And I read something where, you know, swimmers, you can teach somebody, give them a book, how to swim. Right. Right. They can read all about it, study, get a degree in how to swim. But until you actually get in the water and start swimming, do you really know what that looks like? Right. And so that's where that really struck a chord in me is that we can teach, we can teach, we can teach, but until you actually do it and go through it and go through it with other couples to see it is possible that you grow stronger and be an example for others. And it's kind of like that, that drop in the water and you the have ripple. the ripple effect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we just want to be that stone boom that goes in and makes big ripple effects. Yeah. yeah. And we, what we found out through, through our major struggle that we had years ago was that we did not have a mentor couple in our mm -hmm. life. Yeah. We had no couples in our life to even go to. And that I think was the biggest red flag for us in our marriage. So at that point, we started looking for who can we, who can be our mentor um, and guide us and help us and work with us that we could be confident with. Because at the time, we had six couples in our lives. None of them at that time we felt comfortable with to be confident with, which was scary. And at that time, they were all going through their struggles too. So we had to find a mentor couple to be with us. And I think that's what really helped us and opened our eyes. Yeah, to kind of get a different perspective. You know, you need others to have a different perspective on what's really going on. Because when you, it's like seeing the forest for the trees. You know, when you're just mm -hmm. focused on the tree, you don't see the forest. You don't see the possibilities because you're, you're, you're hurt. You're focused. You're, you know, so having that community gives you that, that forest to see. What, what was it? And that, that's, that is so, I think re must resonate with so many couples listening right now. And what, what is it that um, like drew you to the couple that you decided to reach out to and, 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 and like how, just how did that go? So um, you, it's, it's almost like having a spiritual director in your life. You need to go and, and sit down and have a bunch of coffee and dinners with different yeah. couples that, that you know of and hang around with and not, not be an open book at that time, but you're basically interviewing interviewing them to see if you feel comfortable if and how is their own marriage and this and that and how do they struggle and get through it and it took us probably a good year and a half two years to finally we were we actually found one couple that we are so close to that we have no issues that we're open book um and we've never been able to do that before in our whole mm -hmm. life of 35 years mm -hmm. of marriage right so, but it, it does take discerning for the couple. It takes interviewing, like you said, but you're not really interviewing, but you're testing, you talking, know. talking to them and right. yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why Witness to Love really spoke to us hugely because we had that struggle of finding a mentor couple or somebody to talk to and here the engaged couples have one right off. Yeah. Mm. And the part that really spoke was that they get to choose them. Yeah. You know, so there's a, a huge power in that where they can grow in that relationship 
because it doesn't happen overnight. Okay, now you have a mentor couple and boom, you can share everything. It's building that trust, which going through the witness to love formation for a married couple with the engaged couple, they're building that. So at the end, they have something that we wish we had that will carry them through. So we saw the value of having that mentor couple just because of our struggle that we had in our own marriage. And it took a while to find that couple because you did, you'd have to, you know, ask questions and see where they're at. So that's so uh, wise and discerning (laughs) what you're sharing about how you don't just go and be an open book. And I think there's such a temptation in today's world, just share anything, say everything, um, oversharing as Ryan calls it. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it said before that we, you know, we, we have to go through the steps to becoming Mm -hmm. friends and that, you know, even in, in churchy areas, you know, we, we can't skip steps when it comes to friendships right. and true intimacy. And I think that's what, that's what um, is so appealing about couples such as yourself, couples who are, you know, being those missionary outposts of the local parish and their neighborhoods who are, um, you know, allowing people just to come in, in into their homes and to, uh, to see that and to experience that. What can you say as some of the um, maybe highlights or high points or how you you are experiencing the the ongoing accompaniment of of couples after the wedding day and and those that you've you mentored maybe yourself or that you see just maybe some little nuggets of of um, of stories or about how it's not just before the wedding but after the wedding how you see this getting played out with some of the younger people you're you're supporting or working with one thing that we're we're seeing that we haven't seen before witness to love is that the, the young couples that have gone through Witness Club program and the mentor couples are continuing to share with us how they're still growing, continuing to grow in their community and in the church. They're starting to join ministries. Um, and even years down the road, they go, we still love Witness to Love in the program and we're still with our mentor couple. We're still da- double dating and we're still, yeah. and it's, I think that's our fruit that we see that it's working because we don't see, you know, you get them started, you know, you see the beginning and the end and, and you continue to pray for them. But when they come back a year or two later and they say it's still working mm-hmm. in our lives mm-hmm. and we're reaching out to our mentor couples, that's when I, I just love the fact that it's working and everything just, that's what I think highlights a right. lot of it. Yeah, we recently went out to dinner to the couple we mentored, the very first couple that went through Witness to Love at our parish. And, you know, with COVID, you know, all the struggles with that and and work and everything else and being able to, you know, share with them and see where they're at, right? Mm -hmm. And to to see that their marriage is strong and they willingly share some of the struggles they've had and just connecting with them in, in a way that... Because we've had that relationship, we didn't have to weed through yeah. that beginning. Um, so just to continue to have that relationship with them. Uh, even last night, we had another couple who just went through Witness to Love. They're like, because they're married now, they're like, they they crave, they're like, I want to still meet with my mentor couple every week and so forth. And, and how can we help Witness to Love? So we you just see the energy that just expands with their experience that's beautiful you know that i think we would all want to uh, have that what a great test testament of any, all of us sort of listening that that's that's possible it's mm-hmm. not just 
it's not just a, a, a select experience of maybe the, the super goodies, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's something that's um, accessible through all of us, through friendships. But the, the, the point being is that we have to, to walk into that and we have to make ourselves a little bit vulnerable, get out of our comfort zones, not skip steps, do it in a, in a certain authentic way. And, uh, and also be just be committed to it, be committed. Um, and maybe that's a, that's a challenge for all of us today because we have so many distractions, but mm-hmm. I think this is the, the, the best and most primarily important way that for us to be committed uh, to our marriage, one another, obviously into to God. I was, uh, uh, it's, it's similar to, to what Ryan's saying, you know, just putting that effort into it. I, I was, uh, I get, I get a, like a group text from a bunch of moms at our kids' school and everybody was talking about what's the best like fitness class to join at the local gym? And they're like, you know, know this one, know the cycling, know this, you know, you, aerobic, they're putting all, everybody's like saying what's the best fitness class. And, you know, when it, when it comes to marriage and when it comes, you know, I think everybody knows if you want to have a better marriage, you have to have a mentor. You know, if, if you want to be better at a sport, you have to have a mentor. Um, you know, and, and I think we just, we don't do that for, uh, for marriage in the same way. And uh, our, our son, Andre, had his first uh, post-COVID baseball game this week, and he was so pumped. I'm sure a lot of, a lot of people listening are at their first post-COVID uh, yeah. baseball games at recently around the country. Well, our, we, all these little boys are out there, all these nine-year-olds swinging their bats, you know, and some, some of them, their bat was too big, or the bat was too short, or the bat was too heavy, or the bat was yeah. too light. It wasn't the right bat for what they were doing. Um, but uh, uh, I saw uh, actually Ryan's dad kind of watching uh, and Ryan's dad was a uh, baseball coach, uh, you know, for, for uh, Ryan's little brothers years ago. And he was watching the kids and he said, you see that kid, he's not going to hit the ball. You know, he's not going to hit it. His bat's too heavy. He's not going to hit it. Like, and, and, and he was right every time as he's watching these kids uh, play. And, and I think that's what like couples like Ryan and I need couples like y'all, you know, couples who've been a, a few years ahead, a few decades ahead and just say, you know, that's not going to work. That's not how you do it. You know, you need this, you know, turn, turn. And so, um, you know, there's so many marriages that need mentors. We all need mentors that are a step ahead. You have a mentor. We, we, we have mentors. We all need mentors. And so I just want to encourage everyone out there listening, every couple do like Deacon Russ and Jody say, let's speed, let's have some coffee speed dates with the great couples we know and see who can we open up to? Who can we be an open book with? Who can walk with us and tell us, you know, if our bat's too heavy? Um, or show us what it looks like to swim underwater. Just to, to, we all need that. So I just want to encourage all of our listeners. We want to thank Deacon Russ and Jody. Y'all have been awesome today. <laughs> so enjoyed this. It's a great conversation. And uh, thank you. And we, we will see you soon. We will be on the road. We'll be with our minivan. <laughs> we will see you in San Diego and in Orange soon. Well, um, we will be there. We will be there. Yeah. God bless you both. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for everything that you guys do. So this has been beautiful. We love it. You guys continue to inspire us every day with everything that you've been doing. Um, And we enjoy it and and just love what you guys do and been praying for you every day. Thank you. Thank you. We love you too. And we will keep you in our prayers. God bless you. God bless you. Bye, God. This little light of mine. Thanks for joining the Witness to Love podcast today. You can learn more about our tools to support God's beautiful vision for your marriage at witness to love.org. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
We'd love to connect with you. Share how you and your spouse are being a witness to love in our world by using witness to love movement hashtag on social media, and you'll have a chance to be featured in our stories. Always remember your marriage is called to be a light in the world. We'll see you next month. May God bless your marriage. I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine.